Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The legends are true. With overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. travel this year but feel like you can't because everything costs a hundred dollars now well we've got you covered like a fur coat in the arctic this week we're spinning the globe and getting two random countries each for a little report so get out your passport and welcome to the brighter side ah yes come anywhere you like in the brighter side how are you doing amber i love it i like these little reports because you know I want to know about the world, and there's so many fascinating places. Learning. I always get a place that no one's ever heard of every single time we do this. And and, and for the first time ever, I want to go to this place. Really? We'll get to it in a little bit, but um, we're we're going to... I had, um, I had Sao Tome and Jamaica are my countries, and what are your countries? South Korea and the Holy Sea. The Holy Sea is fascinating, yeah. and I'm excited to get into it. All right, which one are we doing first? I kind of want to do South Korea first. Let's rock. Shall baby. we just go? Let's Should we get play into the national this. anthem? I'll play the national I'll anthem. I'll tell a joke over the anthem. Okay, great. You know, I've always wanted to make kimchi, but I can't because of my most American attribute. I'm lazy. <laughs> Hell yeah. There <laughs> we go. The very beginning. <laughs> we, I mean, we owe the anthem a little more. Yeah, let's go. Let's say, Until that day when the waters on the eastern sea run dry and Mount Bejku is worn away, God protect and preserve our nation. The first words in English in the South Korean national anthem. Wow. I don't like national anthems. What? I think all national anthems suck. What? Yeah. I, I mean, I like the concept of national anthems. I just think they all need to be updated. Oh, to like 2024, 25? Yeah. Like a rap? What yeah. do you mean? Yeah, a rap or like it's something indicative to the music of that country. It's not all classical music. <laughs> it's all like Gregorian chants and Bob Ish. I kind of like it. You know, it, it feels very austere and important. Yeah, I guess. Because I feel like if you played this to me, I wouldn't come to your country and like put my cigarette butt on the ground. You, you know think what I mean? so? No. You play this for me, I could give a fuck. <laughs> 
South Korean is some of the most popular music in the world right now. Oh, you want like a K-pop national anthem? It's their music. Well, that's a flash in the pan, Eddie. It's only pretty recent. You think? What about um? What's that guy? That's like if we. That's like my Psy. Psy, right? (laughs) What's that? uh, Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Yeah, that'd be a great national anthem. Eddie, I have a story about this. My friend went to college in northern Louisiana, and Mm -hmm. their their song, their college graduation, was "Who Let the Dogs Out." (laughs) So if we update this to like modern, it's going to be so corny in like ten years. Who let the dog? Like, where are you getting your diploma? I mean, there's like good songs. I mean, I'm talking Jamaica. We got Marley. They you thought know? that was good. Yeah, we I were know. all dancing to Who Get Who Let the Dogs Out. I mean, it, it, it had its time and place. <laughs> <laughs> and who did let the dogs? We out? never know. Yeah, we never. They never told us. Never told us these Baja men. Well, South Korea, they don't think animals have souls. Really? So a lot of people go there to get their pets uh, cloned. Oh, really? That's like the biggest place in the world. You can get like Barbara Streisand went there to get her pets cloned. Oh, she's got the same dog 12 times or something. Yes, she does. I swear to God, if I clone my dog and I wake up and it's staring at me in the middle of the night, I'm getting a gun. And I'm shooting it. In the well, all head. dogs stare at you through the night. But what if it doesn't have a fucking soul? What if it's evil? I mean, who says a clone don't got a soul? What if it's like trapped? Wow, I never thought about that. Do clones have souls? Who knows? I don't know. They don't. If they do, I don't think it's the same soul. No, I personally believe in souls, and I think if you cloned me, my soul would be in purgatory, just hurting, just like please end it now. See, a clone. I mean, maybe it doesn't have a soul because it's just a pile of meat. Right. You know, it wasn't created by a human. Then we should make an army of clones. Very Star Wars. Very Star Wars. (laughs) We want to fight in a war. Yeah. Um, So personally, I'm looking at this as like a travel thing. So when I travel, I do a little bit of history just to not be ignorant. Mm -hmm. And then a lot about like flight times and culture and like what to expect to eat. Fuck yeah. So I do that a little bit in South Korea. All right. So it takes about 16 hours to get there from LAX. All right. Um, a round trip from, like, I just picked September to 1st through 10th because the winters are very, very cold and the summers are very hot. Okay. So fall and spring is the ideal time to go. It costs over a little $1,000 to go. That's not that bad. Back and forth to Seoul. That's crazy. Yeah. That's why. And I everything's love that. so cheap there or cheaper compared to American prices. So mm-hmm. I, you can go there. Stock up on some like Korean skincare, get some good food, some clothes. Come on back. The food's good. I'm actually, we're, I'm going, I'm getting South Korean food tonight. Where? Um, at this fancy restaurant. I hold on, I'll tell you the name of it. Give me a second here. It's in my, it's in my calendar. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to um, Toki. 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 You gonna yeah. get some bulgogi? Um, yeah, I guess you know kimchi. It, kimchi that'll get you out of there. That'll uh, get your doo doo out of there. Yeah, I'll get some kimchi. You know, I like. You know, I think hopefully it's a. Uh, I want to be served. Okay. A lot of times when you go to Korean places, you got to cook all your food, which is a lot of fun. Well, that's Korean barbecue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Korean barbecue. But if you go to like a bimbap place with like soups and hearty stuff. I think that's what I'm doing. It's delicious. Their little appetizers they have of like the pickled radishes and everything are delicious. I would recommend having a bathroom about 30 minutes available to you after you eat it because oh, no. you are going to shit your brains out. Well, this place is, you know, very high, uh, very high rated. No, I mean, not in like a bad way. I'm like kimchi and things are naturally, they, they 
it's like drinking apple cider vinegar in the morning. Well, currently it's Valentine's Day, and I got a long day ahead of me, Whoa. so a long night. So let's see. Hopefully, I'm not pooping in the bed later. Happy Valentine's Day, yeah. wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good for you. You should have a healthy bowel movement. All right, so let's get to some history. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1945 is when it divided between North and South Korea. Um, it borders China. So early on, it was invaded by the Hans and the Mongols. Late 1800s is when it became the Kingdom of Korea. Okay. They had some real beef with Japan. Apparently, Japan, they didn't do very well. Japan kind of took a lot of the women as concubines, and it killed a lot of the guys. Wow. So if you were to go to South Korea, I would not talk about North Korea, talk about Japan, okay. or talk about China. Man, Japan kind of got in fights with everybody. Yes. They got in a lot of fights with China, too. Yes. Yeah, like, And they, like... Put a good whooping on China. I don't know if they won, but I know it was a very intense war. I got a friend of mine from Japan, and he says, if you were to tell us, be like, oh, I thought you were Chinese. That's like fighting words. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't go to North, to South Korea and be like, I thought you guys were Japan over here. Yeah, it probably wouldn't go over well. No. Yeah, it's like ordering an Irish car bomb in Dublin. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So it's good to know a little bit of history of like some faux pas. Obviously, South Korea has... A very deep, rich history. Try to get into it, but I'm, I'm mm-hmm. looking more on like the culture today and, and things of that nature. Okay, cool. Um, uh, let's see. After the Korean War, there was an economic boom, and a lot of companies took charge. Samsung, Hyundai, SK Group, LG Corporation, and if you are in one of these families today, you are untouchable. Yeah, you could just like commit. You could probably shoot a guy in the middle of the street. My buddy You're hung fine. out with. Um, he was friends with one of the. Uh, heirs to the Hyundai throne. What? Yeah, he was, and he went over to Seoul. How do you say it? S e o l. I just yeah. say Seoul. Seoul. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's how you say it, right? And uh, he went over there, and they took him out, and like he said, that he went to the airport, and there was like a stretch limousine waiting for him. He had no idea what he was walking into, Damn. and there was a stretch limousine waiting for them, and they made him drink a bottle of. Uh, Johnny Walker Black every day. That's like a hundred, two hundred dollar bottle. Yeah, yeah every day. Pretty much, they were just like it was just always like they they drank it like water. Apparently, they do. and soju. They love soju. I think because like weed can't mm-hmm. do that over there, so no. they're like, let's go full booze. It's so weird that people like yeah, they were so against weed. And so many places are against weed, and it drives me crazy. I never get it. I know that's why when I travel and people are like, don't you want to sneak some weed on you? I'm like, no. Yeah. I don't want to end up in prison. It depends on where you're going, but I usually try. Really? Yeah. Eddie. Well, I get really testy without it. Right. You know, and so uh, it's you know, I, I, there's ways around it. I got pills. Whatever. Yeah. You were talking about seal. <laughs> You'll sneak them in in your asshole. Yeah. Uh, plastic surgery capital of the world. Really? Yes. 25% of the world's global market they uh, for plastic surgery. What what plastic surgeries? Everything. Everything. Liposuction. You can go in there and, because I was looking up some of these like salons They're and spas. so tight and tiny. Yes. Because you can literally design your own face and body. Really? You can go in there and be like, I want to look like this K-pop star. And they'd be like, okay. And they do it so well. That's one of the few things that's more expensive than American surgery because they're like, on it. So American, like an example, liposuction in the USA is about 4,000. In Korea, it's about 5,500. Okay. But they do it so well. like It's worth it. It's worth it. And my friend who got liposuction here, she did pay about four grand. She said it took months for her to recover. Really? And in South Korea, you, it, you'd still take a while, but not that long. Okay. All right. Yeah. So people, they travel there. Wow. Just to get plastic surgery. Amazing. I mean... 
I don't know. I'd be scared. Of course. Yeah, I don't want to get major surgery in another country. No. But if that's why you're going, if it's like a destination thing. I get. And I like, I know a lot of people, They, a lot of people do speak English in South Korea, mm-hmm. but some of these places, like when I went to Germany, they were like, you don't have to learn German. They all speak English. And then a lot of people didn't, especially in the South. Yeah. So I don't want to be sick and leaking and have to like type in help me in my Google Translate. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, looking at some videos and self-tapes of some tapes of South Koreans, it seems like very fast-paced and very slick. There's no facial expressions. Everybody's very stone cold, mm-hmm. walking very fast to work. It's kind of like they don't want to mimic their face a lot because it can cause wrinkles, I guess. Very New Yorker. Yeah. It's like New Yorkers just have like a stone face going to work, right? Um, it, it feels like Hunger Games level one. Mm-hmm. Just like how clean and nice and everybody's very... They really care about the designer you're wearing in your clothes. Okay. Like if you roll up an H&M, it's kind of socially mocked a little bit. All right. You're supposed to wear designer stuff. And a lot of women, they break their bank trying to look as best they can because the beauty standard is so high. In Korea? Yeah. Wow. And I'll get into more on like what that led to. But I think people are... A little more blunt over there because a lot of the plus cli- plus size clothing stores, um, they're c- literally called like fat girl clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a little different it's when a you go over. Different. Yeah, but you know, if it's not if if it takes the sting out of the word, it kind of helps. I guess it's a little like whoa, all right. But, yeah, I mean them overweight. Like I would be overweight. Yeah, to them. Okay, I'm a size eight. Yeah, and that would be that's too much for them. Yes. Well, they tiny people. I guess. I mean, I I don't have the diet. You know, they eat a lot of fish and again mm-hmm. kimchi that cleans you out. Like rice is very clean yeah. eating stuff. Like, you know, I try the best I can, but you can only go so far in America. Um, some spots, some destinations I would go to if I went to Korea. There's Jeju J E G U Island. It's Korea's largest island and most developed resort island. There's waterfalls, volcanic rock, and a lot of like Korean soap opera films are filmed there, and it kind of looks like Iceland. Like, take a look. Oh, that's gorgeous. Isn't it beautiful? Wow. It's just very nature. So ideally, I would land in Seoul, spend about three days there and like the hustle and the bustle, maybe like acclimate to the time, and then I would go to this island and just like chill out. Fuck yeah. Take a walk. And then you can actually take the train to Busan. Oh, oh, in this island, they, uh, you can get an Airbnb for like 40 bucks a night. Oh, yeah. That's how cheap it is. That's right. They have a huge horror culture. They do. Yeah, Train to Busan is a zombie movie. Right, but actual Busan, like though there's all these temples there. Look how beautiful. Oh, my God. It's like right on the water. I would totally check out South Korea. South Korea definitely, like from my minimal perspective, it looks, you know, like a very hustling and bustling city hubs, but then mm-hmm. you can take a train right outside and it's beaches, ocean, resorts, relaxed. Yeah. Um, it does seem like a class divide, like a wealth divide. That's everywhere. It's everywhere. That's everywhere. Certainly in the city we live in. Right. <laughs> uh, some fun facts. And again, you know, you can learn some culture facts if you go somewhere. Um, if you write someone's name with a red pen, it means they will die. Oh, my God. So don't do that. Don't write anyone's name. with. Why even sell red pens if that's what it means? Right. <laughs> yeah. Don't bring a red pen. Uh, don't wear shoes inside of people's homes. Got it. Yeah. We should use two hands when you give or receive something as a sign of respect. Oh, like so even like, like a receipt or something? Yeah. You should never take a receipt with one hand. You have to do it with two hands. Oh, you pay with cash or a card, give it to them with two hands? Absolutely.
absolutely. That's great advice if you're traveling. I bet they love that stuff. Yeah, just like the little, you know, just to mimic, not mimic, to minimize the little aggressions and microaggressions. Yeah. Um, everybody wants to know your age. And there's a certain age with Koreans. So you take the year it is and then like, I forget how to just... Dis- to decipher it, but mm-hmm. it's around your age, basically. You add one. I'll look it up later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up when I'm not on the show. But everybody has a different age over there, and everybody they want to know your age, and okay. it's not like um, it's not like a demeaning thing. It's a we want to know who to respect more and who to bow to. So the oh. older the person, the deeper the bow. Crazy. Number four means death in Korea. So on elevators, they have an F instead of a four. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Very spiritual. All right. I, I wouldn't like go that. joking about demons over there. Yeah. No. Well, they they love their horror movies. They, they joke do. about demons plenty. Well, I guess they don't joke about it. It's all really scary. It's all very scary. Yeah. Uh, things to pack. Good walking shoes. You're going to walk everywhere. Leave extra space in your bag because you're going to buy clothes and makeup. Have cash. Get a local SIM card with a data plan. I, uh, Google Maps isn't reliable, so you have to download local maps or like neighbor na- maps. Um, people are very trusting, so they'll leave their stuff on the chair in a restaurant to go smoke. So if you're just like, you know, in somewhere eating some bimbap or whatever, some some food, and you see some guy like leave his bag there to go have a cigarette, mm-hmm. that's, that's normal. Okay. Whereas here, I'd be like, is that a bomb in the bag? <laughs> yeah. So is it? So it's safe. Yeah, it's very safe. Nice. It's very safe. But now I'm going to get into some things to like watch out for. Okay. Oh, by the way, I looked it up. Korean age okay. is a is a way that South Koreans calculate their age. It is always one or two years more than your international age. In counting someone's age in Korea, Koreans also consider a year in the womb, so everyone is one year old at birth. That's right. Everyone uh, gets one year added to their Korean age on New Year's Day. That's right. Wow. There you go. That's crazy. It's very confusing. I know. Well, they consider you, you know, I guess a year old. Yeah, I mean, it's only one or two years, so it's not that big of a difference. Right. It's like, what's the difference between someone who dies at 76 or 74? Nothing. I guess, well, you know, according to us, but to them, it's probably a lot. (laughs) (laughs) To them, it's a whole lot. Uh, So it is a safe place, but some things to watch out for is there's a lot of women that feel caution when they go to the bathroom. Okay. Um, God, Natalie's texting me. Um, (laughs) As soon as you say that. I know. (laughs) As soon as... (laughs) Amber, talk about the bathrooms. (laughs) (laughs) She can hear me. Uh, There's a lot of like filming in bathrooms and Airbnbs. Okay. You using the restroom and naked women, and it's like put out on dark web services or just for people to jerk it to, I guess. All right. I won't Google that. No, don't Google that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. There's a lot of women that are like very afraid of that. And there's a big double standard with, um, with, what do you call it? Men and women, men and women's You're rights. You telling me the women don't want to watch the men go pee pee poo poo? Well, there was. <laughs> I want to see a man take a shit. Yes. Oh, let me see a man take a shit, and then I just flick my bean. It has to have happened once, right? Probably. The nastiest woman in the world. Hi, I'm the nastiest woman in the whole wide world. Let me see a shit. <laughs> Is it smell a vision too? We scratch and sniff. I'm sorry. I feel like when a man shits, he like calls upon a horse god. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. My it's definitely like ah oh, ah oh, oh oh wow. 
<laughs> Some of my noises. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Oh. Yeah. Yes, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you don't want to do that. All right, what were you saying? I interrupted something very interesting. <laughs> no. Pick a bunch of shit jokes. No, this is funny. <laughs> it's a man taking a shit. There was a woman. She was a nude model, and she was in a nude model class, and she took a picture of a male nude model mm -hmm. and then put it up online, and uh. she got sentenced to, like, 10 months in prison. Whoa. And had to take, like, community-oriented classes about sexual education. Meanwhile, the men who do this, there's no... There's punishment. No, no, no punishment at all. Damn. Um, there's a company called OECD, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. Okay. It provides a setting where governments can compare experiences, seek answers, identify good practices, and develop high standards for economic policy. So in this organization, they all kind of get together and they're like, are you people happy? Yeah, we're happy. Are yours happy? I don't know. Why don't you think they're happy? Like they sort of like share human rights. Yeah. Um, and South Korea is at the bottom. Damn. They're at the very bottom of this. And um, I thought something was very interesting. There was supposed to be like a gay pride parade in front of their big main office. And they said no to the pride float and instead gave the time, space and attention to a very Christian anti-gay organization ah which is a little so their leadership's kind of fucked up right now i think yeah they just don't it seems like they don't really like a lot of they don't really care about a lot of women getting spied on in bathrooms and gay rights are kind of like last on the page it's so weird i always thought of south korea as incredibly progressive i thought of it as too but you know there's this new movement it's a new feminist movement called 4b um it's a very it's fast growing movement and i learned about it on uh, X because I follow a lot of feminists on there. I'd mm -hmm. never heard of this, but basically, um, for be a shorthand for four Korean words that start with B I. So no. So the first no is bihon and it's refusal of heterosexual marriage. I'm gonna douse these words. B I C H U L S A N. Bishuslan is the refusal of childbirth. Bioyan is the no to dating. And BSXI is a rejection of heterosexual or sexual relationships. So no babies, no dating, no sex, no men. It's like women. It's like the kind of MGTOW moment over there. They're like, fuck all this shit. We're just going to be gay. We're just going to be gay together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because I think, because I read, I saw a lot of cultural, what do you call it, interviews with people. And women are saying, we're tired of going to work and then coming home and the man he just kind of sits he's able to sit there and have everything brought to him yeah that's culturally expected and women are like the cost of everything is too expensive i can't keep myself looking tip-top shape all the time and like have this man run all over me i am exhausted so i'm just going to say no 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 to all of this and improve my life yeah and it's a big growing movement um let's see man a 2016 survey by the ministry of gender equality and family found the incidence of intimate partner violence at 41.5%. Wow. It's higher than the global average of 30%. So there's a lot of like domestic violence that isn't being talked about. Wow. That's crazy. I know. I don't want to end it on a sad note. So say something nice. It's the brighter side. It's the brighter side. Um, you could, you know, you could still go there and I guess leave your bag on a chair. Yeah, leave your bag on it's the fine. chair. It's fine. Just don't use the bathroom or like look for cameras in the bathroom. In America, it's forty-one percent. Really? Yeah. Oh. So. I guess we're on the same. Yeah. We but got... they're so much smaller. Yeah, so it doesn't hurt as much. I don't know. What you're it doesn't hurt as much. No, I mean, like the country's smaller. Oh. <laughs> no, not physical. No. 
Not at all. But that's yeah. interesting. I would still want to go there. I, I'm glad. Oh, I, like, I very much want to go to South Korea. And I'm sure they're still doing better than a lot of countries on the map oh, as far yeah. as like women and gay rights. I, it's just something that I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. So maybe they don't want me in their country. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. But yeah. So, um, and I'll say something nice about Korea is. Oh, here's something. I did see this. Are you mm-hmm. ready for this? This what? is some great. Uh, it, it, on January 9th of 2024, South Korean parliament unanimously passed a law banning the distribution and sale of dog meat. Wow. It's going to take pl- it's going to take effect in 3 years. They used to have this big festival where they would kill thousands of dogs oh. and eat it in the street and shit. And like, you know, you could buy like uh you know, like Korean uh, meat market dogs and okay. stuff. You could adopt there's a whole place right on Ventura that just that's all they sell. Really? Is Korean meat market dogs. I went there and it was like crazy. Um but it's done. They finally did something about it. That's great. Yeah, no. So they're 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 off it, which I think is beautiful. And I, I'm I'm glad that they fucking unanimously voted to stop this ridiculous thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think uh, you know they're on the right path. I think if they could start doing this, then who knows what's next? Who knows? My friend, my good friend, his brother lives there, and I was t- talking to him about Seoul, and he said it's one of the safest places I've ever been to. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Everybody looks beautiful. He said, I have gray hair. I'm the only person with gray hair. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, there's so much work is done to like make Everyone's you look just hot. perfect. Yeah. yeah. If you think people are hot in LA and California, like no way, man. We're like at the bottom of the barrel of hotness in mm-hmm. South Korea. South Korea. Yeah. I mean, they're good looking. They're good looking. I see the videos. I'm on the tubes. Yeah. <laughs> On Wizard and the Bruiser, we find all those crazy little moments in geek history that make the things we love into inescapable cultural behemoths. If you love video games, movies, comics, and anime, this is the LPN show for you. But wait, Holden, it's not just educational. Shouldn't we talk about all those crazy boner jokes we make all the time? No, Jake! (laughs) No, we will not! Fair enough! Last Podcast Network presents Wizard and the Bruiser. Find it on your favorite podcast app and hit that little subby-dubby button. Ooh, we would love it if you did that. Oh, that would help us out so much. God, wouldn't you love to do that? Don't I sound like the kind of person you want to help? Like, hit the button. (laughs) Like, just do it. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? The legends are true. Overwhelming power! Sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Um, all right. Well, my first country is, I'm going to butcher the name of this as well, but I'm doing my best, Sao Tome and Principe. Okay. Which is a two small islands off the coast of Africa, off the coast of Gambon in the... Uh, in the in the Gulf of Guinea. Oh, and doesn't Gambon mean ham? I don't know. Okay. That I don't. I did not look up because that's a separate country. Okay. And we're right. not. And I didn't get picked on Gambon. I got picked on Sao Tome e Principe, and for the whites, that's Saint Thomas and Prince. Interesting. Yes. Um, here is their uh, their theme song. Is what I'm going to call it instead of the. Because <laughs> you hate these anthems. <laughs> they all sound the fucking same. <laughs> All right, but I wrote a couple jokes about um, Sao, uh, about Sao Tome. Sao Tome and Principe started as a place that sold slaves and now is a stable, democratic republic where its citizens are respected and treasured. So what's your fucking problem, Charleston, South Carolina? <laughs> Get your act together. Um, their main export is coca, and that is, that's chocolate. Not cocaine. So if you want cocaine when you go, you got to bring it yourself. Stuff it in your butt. Um, There used to be several whaling operations there. But now if you want to kill a whale off of the coast of Sao Tome, it'll have to be a fat American tourist. (laughs) All right. (laughs) There we go. These are the jokes, folks. Great job. Yeah. So so Sao Tome in Principe, uh, the main language spoken is Portuguese. Oh, and that's like a spicy Spanish, right? Yeah, I guess so. Portuguese is like extra hard Spanish. I mean, sure, yeah, but you know, it comes from Portugal. All I knew is that Michael had it, and then he remember that movie, and then he started speaking it, and they're like, Portuguese is so difficult to learn. How really? Did you learn it? Yeah. Oh, Michael the Angel. The Angel. Oh, John Travolta's movie. That's all I know about Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> it's also what they speak of Brazil. Okay. Yeah, which is uh, which is very which I love Brazil. So I think one of us got Brazil. Once. Part of me was like, wait, how are they speaking Spanish in Brazil? Portugal in Brazil? Oh wait, I forgot that like they went over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Portugal it was you know they were real big on exploration back in the day, back in the fourteen hundreds and fifteen hundreds. Population two hundred and twenty thousand people live in Sao Tome Principe. Um, it's two islands. Um, they're very small. It's called Africa's Eden. Okay, and oh. and if you're talking about traveling, level one travel warning. Here we go, here we go. Let's party. I Let's, love it. Yeah, it's but it's not really like party party because it's a peaceful, quiet place. So don't expect like late night hangs at bars or clubs. Probably why it's so safe. Right, and uh, there really is nothing to do. But if you want to go somewhere where there's nothing to do, it is considered one of the seemingly last untouched parts of the world. I want to go because I want to go see like the animals. Yeah, no. And, and here's the thing. I'll, I'll, I'll skip ahead. The animals, they don't have any of the African problems with the animals. There's no lions and shit. It's the island. So it's all like there's no like crazy predators. Only thing you can get killed by is like a shark. 
like everything else is like it's all parrots and like there's some small monkeys but all like that's it it's like bats but they're not gonna fuck with you there might be there's some maybe some poisonous snakes but that's it it's so lots I could take of, a walk yeah it's lots of frogs lots of pretty birds um a lot, you know it's it's beautiful over there uh, I can't you know it's um here let me show you some pictures of uh of South Tome y Principe you're gonna love it's just unbelievable like every everywhere is like prettier than the last i mean it's just giant crystal clear clear water uh giant mountains and just lush palm trees and it is just like it looks like truly looks like paradise like it looks like what you would think heaven looks like in a weird way you know it's it's so gorgeous um yeah, so like I said, it's extremely safe. Uh, tourism um, is its largest in- industry next to agriculture. Um, Coco is its main export, sitting at 95%. Um, and they also have great coffee. Oh, I would love, oh my God, coffee from those like hidden regions. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Are you ready for this? Mm. Education's great. Really? Yeah, uh, education's great. They teach French and English in the schools and 92%. 92.8% um, have a literacy rate, which is one of the highest in all of Africa. And the highest in America. I know. It's just, they're fucking killing it over in this country. Kids can't read over here, Ed. They just take care of everybody. That's It's great. like a secret. I really feel bad talking about it because I don't want anyone to go there. Don't go there. I want it to be like, stay this like sacred, beautiful place. It reminds me of like... I don't know, like Skull Island, where <laughs> Kong's from. You know, it's untouched humanity, and it's just so wonderful there. And it's like, and they've, they're not, their laws aren't crazy. There's no like, you know, it's it's safe for everybody. The police aren't corrupt. Like it's just like, but there isn't really much crime in the first place. Wow. And there's like not much. You don't have to worry about gangsters. They say that like if you leave your stuff on the beach, it might get stolen, but that's like it. Wow, so that I could happen go anywhere. Anywhere. I shouldn't go and just like dump my monster energy drink in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. It's my right as an American, Eddie. I imagine it would be hard to find things like that over there though. Wow. I would say that. There's a it's definitely like the cuisine is what we got type of situation. Oh, like fish. Yeah. fish and vegetables, like for the most part. And then I'm sure they get some stuff imported, but like it's mostly fish and vegetables. Um, there is one artist of note. Um, his name is, they're really like, I was like, notable people from South Dome. Nobody. You know, like there's been a couple Olympians. There is like one poet, and then everyone else was like, they were president, you know, like, but uh, there was one guy. He, uh, his name was Jose um, Vienna de Mota. And he was, he, he played classical music, kind of. Uh, but here's, um, Here's a, one of his songs. It's called Barakaola. Op one, number one. It's just pretty piano. I thought you said you didn't like classical music. I like classical music. When I choose to listen to classical music, I don't like national anthems. Wow. I think they're boring. Wow. They are just straight up boring. This includes ours, by the way. Really? Yeah, like I fucking think they're all dumb. Eddie. Yeah, that's right. I think the new national anthem for America should be Ray Charles's version of America the Beautiful. <laughs> that's what I think our national anthem should be. Either that or fucking. I think it should be Ki- My Name is Kid. Ki- Ki- ba with the Ra- Ba. It should be Ba the Ba. <laughs> that should be our national anthem. 
but yeah no it's um so listen if you want just some peaceful i worked to the, his music all day today and it was very good this is so, yeah so jose uh vienna de mota is their most popular you don't feel something stirring inside of you when you hear a chorus of men they're like just fear that they're gonna come and collect my people. Right. Yeah. You know, we should be afraid. <laughs> a healthy sense of fear is good. I guess maybe we'll see. But uh, the so he's very nice. Um, here's a place that I want to go to that I learned about. Um, Sunday Pariah um, seems like the coolest place to stay. It's on the Principe Island. By the way, um, most people live on. Uh, Sao Tome. And then uh, that's like 90% of the population. So Principe is a much smaller uh, island right next to Sao Tome, but they're the same country. You know, they have the same government. Right. But um, Principe is really tiny. Um, now, this place, Sunday Pariah, let me show you this. Oh my God, Amber, this place looks so fucking cool. Um, basically, it's here. It's nothing going on. They got these beautiful pools. It's very luxury. It's kind. Of, it's definitely oh. expensive. It's an eco-friendly lodge. Love it. How it, much for a night? Um, it's about $1,200. <laughs> for a night? Yeah, I think so. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll say, we'll just look, check availability for, you know, what is this? For like right now, they use cookies. I'll agree, yeah, cookies. Easy, you son of a bitch. What does that even mean? Yeah, it's 1,100 um, euros for... Um, a night. One night. Whoa! Yeah, but it's nice. And, like, you're paying for some cool shit. You're right on the edge of a rainforest and the ocean. Damn. So, like, right when you leave... And you're basically in these tiny villas. And there's only 14 of them on the whole property. Oh, so this is where the mega rich goes. Yes. This has to be, like, the secret... Because I've never heard of this place. No, i never heard of this country at all. This has to be where the secret billionaires go to, like... They do nothing. They do go nothing. To, yeah, you go and you basically... You go there to birdwatch. Wow. It's uh, it's some of the best bird watching in the entire world. Because people are like billionaires. They get together and kill babies and drink blood. I'm like, no, I think I'd be tired. Yeah. <laughs> they, say, they say, uh, lose track of time and relax into nature's rhythms, walking in the sounds of parrots chattering in the canopy and falling asleep to the gentle swell of the ocean waves at this tented eco-friendly lodge in the forest of Principe. No air conditioning. That's fine. Eleven hundred dollars. I kind of want air conditioning. <laughs> I will say that. Um, but but they but they did say it comes with a fan. Right. I mean, um, how are they going to get generators out there? Um, I imagine they figure it out after you know it's been you know years. And like elect- I'm, I'm surprised they get electricity on this island. To be honest, I don't even know how electricity works to begin with. It depends on you know what kind you're going with. I mean, who knows? It's a rainforest. Then maybe they're using hydroelectricity. Okay. You know, but who knows what they're doing? I didn't check on their electricity situation um but um oh they do they got but they got eu plugs here it says if you want the hotel details at uh 220 volts per plug wow whatever the fuck that means <laughs> um they um you you would check in at noon check out at 11 that's very nice check out is i like when you could check in early and yeah. 11 sometimes it's 10 Kind of nice. Kind of nice. Yeah, when the check-in's at three, I'm like, what do you want from me? Yeah, and they'll come pick you up from the airport. You know, there's a tiny airport in Principe that that you got to go to, but it's it's nice. Um, Each room um, comes with a private terrace and its own, and three of the villas have their own private swimming pool. Um, They all have indoor showers, um, but it does not come with mosquito nets, so bring your own mosquito net. Um, Wi-Fi is good. There's There's a hotel safe, some booze. 
Blues. And there's a restaurant on property called the Oka Sunday Restaurant, where they have fine dining uh, for three meals a day. Look at that. Look at that beautiful piece of fucking halibut, I think. I'm Ooh. guessing it's halibut. Uh, yeah, no. And then the, look at the restaurant itself. It's gorgeous. It's just like a bamboo roof. No, like, permanent property, you know, on this. This is, this is like early night like 1930s wealth yeah this yeah. is like a rockefeller like how it's built what's it how do you spell it again uh, south that's s-a with a little squiggly line over it mm-hmm. o uh next word principe that is p-r-i with a little dash on top of the i n-c-i-p-e and no it's south tome and principe i'm Got sorry I'm, I'm learning like like i said i'm learning in real time here. i'm looking at flights yeah, how much? Um, it looks like 2,300 round trip. That sounds about right. 30, it's such a small, weird place. Yeah, 38 hours. I would imagine you would have to go like to fucking Congo or something and then fly back to there. I don't think there's any directs from America. No. Let me see. Los Angeles return. Wait. I imagine maybe you go to like Morocco or some shit and then you would go over there. You So like Los Angeles to Toronto, uh-huh. Toronto to Humberto Delgado, wherever okay. that is, and then San Tome International. Okay. Okay. Cool. So it looks like you wouldn't go to Africa at all. Well, I mean, until you got there. Looks like you go to from LA. You'd go to Canada. Uh huh. And where's Humberto Delgado? I don't know. I never heard of it. Let's find out. Humberto Delgado Airport is in Portugal, which makes sense because it's very Portuguese. There we go. The Portuguese, like everyone who comes there, they're either because um, back in the day. It was like a slave island where they would sell slaves. No. Yeah, no, back, that's what it was. I mean, the Portuguese made it that way, and they would they would ship them off to America or whatever because they would it would take you from mainland Africa, bring it to this little island, do auctions and shit like big auctions, like for lots of people at once, Damn. and then send them over uh, to us or to Europe when they were still doing that. I kind wonder of if thing. that land is like haunted. Like, do are you on the beach and hear screams at night? It wasn't in the notes, but um, <laughs> <laughs> do they have that in their planner? Oh, but um, there is um, great um, whale humpback whale season is supposedly unbelievable from mid-July to mid-September. It's like guaranteed you're going to see a shit ton of humpback whales. There used to be a lot of whaling there, but they got rid of that shit in like the 60s. Um, let's see. There's lots of uh, there's lots of fishing, lots of turtle nest, sea turtle nesting, um, there's lots of shellfish, lots of crabs. And if, you want, if you're a diver and you want to check out all their crazy coral reefs, you're going to go between December and March, but you can really go whenever you want because right. it's right on the equator so it's like super hot no matter when you go right when shark season hits yes that's yeah. where you want to go <laughs> god can you imagine how fun it'd be to be swallowed by a shark i mean it'd be kind of fun i don't think you'd be swallowed i think you'd be chewed be and chomped. ripped apart yeah, yeah 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 sharks really aren't that big where they could swallow us whole god. these humpback whales though they probably could oh. i don't think it would be by accident you know, but it would, it could happen. There was a scuba diver that got swallowed by one. Oh yeah, and he got out, right? He got out. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can live in there for Through a little the, bit. We've all seen hole? Pinocchio. Yeah, you light the fire and you fucking wait for it to sneeze. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the bird. First of all, African greys everywhere. 
which was KB's favorite bird, Kevin. other than um, other than the the peregrine falcon, of course. But um, yeah, there's African grays everywhere. There's ibis everywhere. There's um, there's uh, the new the Larius newtoni. I don't know what that is, but it looks beautiful. And uh, but yeah, it's uh, the, some of the best bird watching on the entire planet um also if you want to stay at this place um there's really nothing to do but also like so much to do if that makes any if sense you're a nature lover yeah it's like not where you, it's not somewhere you go get hammered i mean you can do that right but it's not like it's not a party town at all is this where like jason Bourne goes to get away probably yeah you know? yeah no one knows who he is there right um but yeah there's um there's also uh, there's lots of kingfishers is the other bird that they have a lot of. Uh, you can also go on a jungle walk. And like I said, you don't have to worry about being killed because there's no scary animals. Right. No, no cougars. There's nothing. As far as mammals go, it's like bats and fucking rats and... And some monkeys, but the monkeys, they're tiny monkeys. They're not chimps or gorillas. Aww. You don't got to worry about shit. It's, and those wouldn't even be there if people didn't bring them over like a century ago. Um, what if I went and released two leopards? I mean, you'd probably go to their prison. <laughs> um, <laughs> a boy leopard and a girl leopard. But I really want to go to this place now, um, even though like they they do love tourists over there. Uh, like I said, it's called Africa's Eden and and it truly, for some place I never even fucking heard of before, it truly seems like one of the most wonderful places on earth. Wow, Ed just cracking the code on these mysterious islands. Thank you, world or country generator. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. So what's your next country? Holy sea. Holy sea. All right, let's play the thing. Let's play the thing. Here it is. Let me see. This is the pontifical anthem of the Vatican. Only 450 people have a special Vatican passport. These are Swiss guards and the Vatican diplomats. So even though they're holy, they're not going to be seen on the Spirit Airlines. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> The Holy See relies on donations and has almost $4 billion. Wow, the Vatican really did swing that iPad around and ask how the service was. <laughs> it's so 
funny to me that women aren't allowed in power in the Vatican. Like, excuse me, ma'am, wearing a robe and talking to ghosts is a man's job, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Exploring the Vatican for me is like being a lesbian. I want to try it, but I'm scared I'll unlock Cthulhu. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens when two women pleasure each other, is it awakens the demon below. Is that a calm I hear? Is that a calm? <laughs> oh, I'm surprised the anthem wasn't boys, boys, boys. Boys, boys. I was busy thinking about boys. Right. <laughs> so I asked on Twitter, what is the Holy See? Because I'm, I get very confused because apparently it's not the Vatican. But it is the Vatican. But it is the Vatican. So um, some answers. It's basically the Vatican, but also not. It's like the government... Or owners of the Vatican. At least that's how it explained to me when I worked at Sanctions Compliance. What? The Holy See is to the Vatican City as the British monarchy is to the UK. Okay. All right. Um, It's the Pope's jurisdiction as the Bishop of Rome. Yeah. It is... um, It's in the middle of Rome. I know that much. It's in the middle of Rome. It's like an entity. I've been there. You've been to the Vatican? Yeah, I didn't go inside the building because the line was long and I don't believe in God. And so I was like, right. I'm not. <laughs> so I was the like, line is for like, believers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I'm, you know, I'm sure the art's really cool. You know, I would love to see the Sistine Chapel and all that shit. Right. But I just like, you know, I get so mad at Catholicism that, you know, it's like literally like the fucking walls are paved in gold. You know what? I... Yes, I agree with you there. Like there's yeah. a lot of greed and hoarding, mm-hmm. but I will say... That some of the artistry is shown and they really paid artists to say, hey, make whatever you want. Hey, Michelangelo, make this thing that's really beautiful. Yeah. And then we, hundreds of years later, can still look at it and it's still pruned and taken care of. You're not allowed to take a picture of it. Really? Yeah, yeah. If you get caught taking a picture, they'll kick you out. Oh. You but they go. sell it in the in the gift shop. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> so yeah, that's like kind of a you know a double edged sword, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like greed is wrong. Yeah. But I do love high art, and I love artists being taken care of, and the art being preserved. Okay. Yeah. I will say that. No, for sure, for sure. Uh, central government church of the Church of Catholicism. It's not the Vatican, but if the Vatican were to disappear, the Holy See would exist because it's a place. But not a place, but an intentional personality that represents the Catholic Church. It is isn't a government, but it does have diplomats and makes money. It's like an entity. Yeah. The Holy See. So it's a it's a it's a country, but it has no physical place on the map. Because if the Vatican were to disappear, mm-hmm. the Holy See is essentially like the Pope and the diplomats and the Swiss Guard. Okay. And then they can kind of they have sort of international law. So if the Vatican, say, God forbid, got bombed, mm-hmm. then they can just show up in Mississippi and be like, this is the Vatican now, the Holy See. I mean, we wouldn't allow that. I think Mississippi would allow it. Uh, but I don't think America would allow it. The Vatican coming over here? Yeah. I think they would love it. What? We're getting more and more traditionalist over we're here. We're not giving land up. You know, we're not telling people they can have their own laws and shit. Right. Okay. You know, that's what I think about. They do have their own sort of international laws. Somebody said the age of consent is 13, but then somebody said it wasn't. And I can't get a clear read on that. Yeah. So they definitely kind of do their own thing. For Um, sure. I know they have their own subway stop in Rome. It's very, it's like the smallest metro in the world. 
Yeah. Because it's like one stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I definitely got off there and I walked around. There was a big line. Um, I got pictures of Julie there and we went to a gift shop that wasn't the official Vatican gift shop, mm -hmm. uh, which is where you want to go because everything's cheaper and it's all the same shit. Interesting. Yeah. I think you can also like mail a letter from the Vatican that's mm -hmm. like specialty blessed or whatever and there's like a P.O. box there. Oh, okay. I, I mailed a postcard to my Aunt Patty. She loved it. Oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a, there's only one hotel and I, I keep saying, I'm going to kind of talk about the Vatican a little bit because Holy See is like an, a fake entity. Not it's fake. the same thing. It's the same thing. It's yeah. not like they try to say it isn't, but it, it is the same fucking thing. Because you're right. They can't just pull up in like Brazil and be yeah. like, yeah, we're going to have our own laws here and like tough luck. They're like, no, people live here. Yeah. yeah. It would yeah. like cause a war. Yeah. Italy's just letting this go down. Right. Because it's just been there. It has. It's been there for 2000 years or however long Catholicism has been a, thing. a long time. Let's see. Let me look. The Vatican City is the smallest city with the oldest army founded founded 500 years ago and only has 135 members. Because the country is so small, the guards make up 16% of the city, making it the most militarized country in the world. Oh, but yeah, I mean, but it's not really, though. Well, the Swiss army, I always thought they were kind of silly. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. What are you, what are you, what are you, you going to do with your tiny knife, with your you folding with? knives? Yeah. <laughs> come on, Swiss. You haven't been in a war in hundreds of years. Sure, you know what time it is, but like, you know, that's it. Come on. What are you, <laughs> hand to hand combat? Okay, get back in there. Make me a clock. <laughs> but apparently they're like pretty brutal. Okay. And how they train them. And they're so good that. People from all over the world are like, we want some Swiss Army people. Oh, interesting. They like hired I guess them that's out. why it's a brand. Yeah. Let's see. In 1506, they took months to march all the way to Italy from Switzerland and have been there ever since. Okay. The Holy See owns the Swiss Army, not the Vatican. Whoa. So if like, again, God forbid the Vatican goes under, mm -hmm. the Pope and the 135 Swiss Army people, they can just go make another Vatican somewhere else. Crazy. Right. Wow. There was something I was going to say. I don't know. Oh, well, here's a hotel. Oh, yes. Only one. There's no Airbnbs in the Vatican. There's one hotel. Residencia Paolo Sixth, And it's yeah. about 350 a night. Okay. That's fine. But there's so many nice places to stay in Rome. You could even walk there from a lot of different spots in Rome. Right. It would be interesting to stay in the Vatican, though. Yeah. Over by the... Um, what are the, the steps, the Spanish steps? It's like literally like seven subway stops away. And so you could stay somewhere nice by the Spanish steps. That's what Julie and I did. And, okay. then, and then we took a little subway ride to the Vatican. That sounds very romantic. It, you know, I don't think that was romantic. We had, it was weird. That was the one day we spent by ourselves. It was, mm -hmm. this was for Cena's wedding. And uh, that was the one day we spent by ourselves. And we, it was a very holy day. We also went to the, um, Carpuchin Monastery, where they had a bunch of fucking crazy crip bones downstairs. Oh, right. No dancing with the bones. Yeah, yeah. It was very cool stuff. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. And that's when I found out that there was uh, at least one female pope. Man, well, if we're going to talk about ladies, in the Vatican, women make up 6% of the population. Per capita, it's the highest crime rate in the world, but that's dead obscured because it's a lot of tourists. Yeah, yeah. It's mostly pickpockets. That's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know why these 6% of women are there. 
There's, nuns. They're like, well, there's one nun. There's only one nun at the, the Vatican? Only one nun. That's what, or that's a member. That's w- got to be a scary with job. With a passport. <laughs> <laughs> I would sleep with a fucking gun in my hand. She's always sharpening the end of her cross. Yes. <laughs> you know I would. Fuck that. Um, it's believed that Vatican City is built on top of St. Peter's grave. And because I'm not Catholic, I had to look it up. St. Peter was one of Jesus' 12 apostles. Yeah, he, he holds the key to heaven. That's right. And he apparently one of the first leaders of early Christian church. Yeah. And they um, they crucified him upside down. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why'd they do that? Because he was a big fan of Jesus. God, people are so awful. <laughs> Crucify him upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brutal. He, yeah, he got it bad. He got it bad. That's worse. Yeah, yeah it was tough. Is it, wait, better or worse? Because the blood rushes to your head. So I don't know. If, I don't think he was nailed in like Jesus was. Yeah, I bet I think Jesus they just put him time. upside down until he died, I think is what they did to him. Damn. Yeah. But, you know, he's up there making, he's saying yes and no to who gets in heaven or not. It's him? That's St. Peter. It's him? Yeah, he's the guy. St. Peter, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me in. I'm good. (laughs) I swear I'm good. I helped a woman get on the bus today with her giant bag. Uh, The Vatican owns a giant telescope in Arizona. Uh, The telescope is named Lucifer. There you go. The Vatican loves astronomy and still publishes scientific publications it's one of the oldest scientific institutions in the world even though they completely throw it out the window right with galileo they're like let's kill him (laughs) about eight months ago a man slammed his car into the vatican he drove through car checkpoints got out of his car and he got arrested in the courtyard wow i I mean that's impressive it it looked like it was pretty impossible to get a car in there really yeah because they got all those crazy pillars that i didn't even think you could fit one in he maybe he crashed into one of the pillars or or like like the checkpoint spot yeah, he like crashed, like broke through it. Like he wow. drove all the way in through it. That's very impressive. I don't know how far he was expecting to go. Like if you're going to break into the Vatican, you got to be sneaky about it. <laughs> really sneaky. See me, what I would do is pretend to be a tourist yeah. and I would have like a cloak in my bag. Yeah. And then when at, when it was like shutting down time, mm-hmm. then I would like put the cloak on in a bathroom and be like, oh, yes, I'm a monk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've not been here. My name is Benedict the Third. <laughs> man, that Benedict piece of shit, man. He was a Nazi. Oh, right. They, the last pope before before the guy we got now, before Frank, Frankie. The guy with the evil eyes. Yeah, yeah. He was a he was Hitler's bishop. Really? Yeah, he was Nazi. Wow. These fucking sons of bitches. That's they let scary. him in there? That's yeah. So scary. They're like, and he quit because he was going to die, and he's still alive. Really? Yeah. It's finally a fucking five hearts like Dick Cheney. Do you think spent, like, Peter, is he going to let him in? Oh, Benedict? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, assuming that it's real <laughs> no i wish i found out oh he did die okay that's nice he died he died on new year's eve one oh. last gift for the year 2022 <laughs> <laughs> died at 95 years old oh man yeah he does have evil eyes look at those fucking things yeah this guy looks like he fingers the palm of my hand when i shake his hand uh, let me see your hand God, I wish I could like die and go see St. Peter and see what it's up and like if all this stuff is real and then come back and be like, you guys, <laughs> yes and no. Yeah, I can't believe like he was like a true Nazi pope. It's like an Indiana Jones plot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anything else about the Holy See? Let's see. 
just St. Peter's grave. Yeah, I was mostly just confused as to what the hell this is. But now that I like say it out loud on the show, it's basically the Holy See is the Vatican, Mm -hmm. but it's just in case the Vatican gets destroyed. It still lives on. Yeah. Through all these people. So it's sort of like the belief and also the the diplomats. Yeah. They make their own sort of secret entity country. Yeah. Kind of like diplomatic immunity for the whole world but it's like religious immunity or it's like the like if that. the internet was a country yeah that's so crazy to think about it like that man but you know anyway fuck them oh, the, uh- <laughs> you don't like them i feel like i'm kind of i like art and history i would find it very fascinating i would love to go inside if it wasn't a two-hour wait Oh, gosh. Yeah, and you're just sitting out there. It was summer. It was so fucking hot. I'm like, we're not sitting here for me to just get pissed off when I walk around this place. Let's go buy some fucking priest juice from the goddamn gift shop, right. and then let's get the fuck out of here and go see some bones. What see we- some bones, baby. <laughs> I would love to go to the Vatican and like sneak around. Yeah. Because I'm good at sneaking. Mm-hmm. I went into a, a, this hotel downtown. So are priests, though. That's right. <laughs> Very good at sneaking. I snuck my ass into this expensive hotel downtown because I wanted to like explore. Mm-hmm. And I went all through the bowels of it, all around it. Didn't have a key card. Nothing. That's cool. Yeah. I went. I tried to go. I tried to show up, uh, walk into the Chateau Marmont, and they were like, "You can't come in here." What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trick is you gotta like walk like you like you own the place. Yeah, yeah. Like I asked gotta, a question. That's no, you what can't. Fucked me up. Yeah. You can't be asking nothing. Yeah. You yeah. just gotta keep walking. Get right on the elevator and like look at your phone. So when people press it with a key card, you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, yeah, that's my floor. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's smart. That's how you sneak around. So that's my holy see. Very interesting. Where do you think they would be? You know, if God forbid, again, the Vatican did not exist, where do you think they would like plop up their land again? Probably some other very Catholic place. Maybe like your island? No. No, they wouldn't because no, because they, no, they they need all the shit. They like they love their money, they love their Tourism. fucking stuff, you know. So they wouldn't go there. It'd probably, I mean, they probably try for Paris or some shit, or right. then like maybe Spain would be a good spot, you know. But uh, the Vatican's got to be it, it. It would have to be in a very touristy area, right? And because it it's like it's also like it's a destination. It's a fucking they're getting money, you know. Yeah, and they definitely have their own laws. It's one of the last absolute monarchies in the world. Mm-hmm. So you follow the pope no matter what they would have to like make a border around themselves yeah which i think they do yeah yeah in a way but either way either way like i said fuck them maybe i think they would come to usa to be honest yeah god i'm sure mike pence would be like welcome oh yeah well he's not catholic Oh, I Biden's Catholic. Yeah. Biden's only the second Catholic president we've ever had. Huh. The last one was shot in the goddamn head. Damn. JFK. The, uh, so, like, yeah, we don't like our Catholics, oddly enough. I like, thought we did. We do, but we don't. It's like weird. It's like all the presidents have been Protestant, Lutheran, um, Baptist. I get so confused with these different dynamics of Christianity. And we're talking yeah. to somebody who's raised Southern Baptist. Yeah. But yeah, I get, yeah. I'm like, what is Protestant again? What is LDS? What is Catholicism? Yeah, most of it. It's like Catholicism is, I think, the only one that believes that Mary was actually a virgin. Oh. I think a lot of them believe that Mary was fucking banging. Interesting. Yeah, I think they still think Jesus was the son of God, Uh but Mary was fucking porking. Because we were only taught very little about Mary. It was like she birthed the son of God and like was denied and a room at the inn and she had to stay with the animals and that's about it. Mm -hmm. 
but Catholicism was a little more like, hey, she was actually. Yeah, the angel Gabriel came down and was like, you're going to have God's baby. Huh. Yeah. And then, you know, then then Gabriel split and fucking Mary's like, hey, Joseph, I wasn't cheating on you. I, but there is a baby inside of me. So oh like, God. but it was it's God's baby. And he was just like, oh, okay. Mary, I'm going to eat. No. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah. That's anyway. crazy. Holy see. Like if the Internet was the place yeah. um well we are almost out of time but i didn't really I, you know it's one of those interesting things that we're, i got jamaica's my next one which um jamaica's always like held a very soft spot in my heart um uh, it's a popular island country in the caribbean internationally known and loved even though the country itself has had its problems in the past uh jamaica is a interesting place um uh, but and i would do it no justice by talking about it in just 15 minutes in this episode so uh, you know you could do a five-part series just on rastafarianism you know uh-huh. and so it's very you know complex lots of stuff but here's some basic facts and some stuff i learned um august 6 1962 they won their independence from great britain um the population is about 2.75 million kingston is the capital and you don't want to walk around at night um they drive on the left side of the road the official language is english but many if not most also speak jamaican patois now i we were talking about this yesterday amber and you were like they hate gay people i was like ah, you know i know they don't like gay people um but you know they still have their communities they you know they do their thing i was wrong oh yeah there is nothing um there is um it is it is fucked up. Um, it, it, uh, Jamaica, if you're a tourist and you stay on the resort, no one really cares. But if you go off resort and you're openly gay, um, you can get killed. Yeah, my I found out about this because my gay friend went to Jamaica. This is like a, over a decade ago. Yeah. Then he went to a resort and mm-hmm. he was like, I kind of want to see what's off the resort. He's gay. And yeah. he, like, as soon as he stepped off, he was like, everybody started staring at me. Yeah. And it, I it just got, my senses took over and I said, you need to leave now. Yeah. No. Um. So here are some things that I learned on just like, obviously on like just two hours of research, I've learned these like facts and here's what i wrote um i thought it wasn't true when amber brought this up to me (laughs) but i thought it um i thought it was just a cultural thing amongst religious groups which is true but it's also straight up against the law to be gay in jamaica um sodomy is illegal and punishment by imprisonment um there is no like concrete number of jail time and think it's like up to the judge's discretion i don't think the law is um a very reliable thing there it seems like there's a lot of police corruption um a lot of it's run by gangs um many gay rights activists uh call jamaica one of the most homophobic places in the world the lgbt community faces discrimination and violence from police and gangs um all the time um if you are arrested the crime is called buggery and um, your and your name is released to the press, and they and they put it in the newspapers. What? And your life is ruined uh, once you get out of prison. If you get out of prison, um, violence of people who have contracted HIV/AIDS is commonplace. Whether you got it through sodomy or straight sex, um, if you have it, they just assume you are gay. Um, and there is often no punishment for the people who commit 
violence. Um, J Flag is a popular gay rights organization that fights for change. Um, they have been they formed back in the '90s. Uh, one of their founding members. Brian Williamson was stabbed to death in his home in 2004, which was claimed to be um, burglary, Um, but everyone knew that it wasn't. The hint was that after they found his body, a bunch of people gathered outside his home and started chanting, Batiman, Batiman, he get killed. Um, Batiman is a gay slur. I probably shouldn't even be saying it. That loosely translates to butt man, which oh, should be hilarious, but instead it's very offensive. Um, <clears throat> there have been a lot of other murders of prominent gay Jamaicans, including Lenford Harvey, Dwayne Jones, Dean Mariah, and Dexton Pottinger. Um, they were all stabbed and killed mostly in their own home. Some of them were shot. Um, the I think only one of them had someone convicted, and that person who was convicted is already out of prison. Um, to this day, it's estimated that 88% of the people um, disapprove of homosexual lifestyle in Jamaica. Uh, the main religions in Jamaica are Catholicism and Rastafarianism. Both are very homophobic um, religions. There was, in fact, there was also a very popular song called Boom Bye Bye by Buju Banton, um, which is all about murdering gay people. Um, I would play it on the show, but it is so offensive that I don't want to give it airtime. I'm mad that I'm even saying the name of it because you can go look it up. I listened to it and it was like a weird situation because I was listening to it and I won't say who, but someone, you know, because not everyone thinks of it as being homophobic. Oh, he's they like, just think of it being a very fun song. Like, I love dancing to this. I, I was saw like, that and I was, Yeah, and I was like, actually, it's about killing gay people. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's called uh, Boom Boom Bye Bye Shoot the Body Man in the Head. Damn. It's like the first lyric. Um, it is a fucking disgusting part of their culture and it is turned me off from wanting to go to what I used to think was one of my favorite places in the world. Oh my god. Because <laughs> I am I love reggae music. Yeah and like I like fish. I like I love cool runnings. Yeah. I love the food. The food is so good. It's very spicy, but I love my oxtail. Yeah. I love my goat. I like my curries. I like the rice and water's the beans, beautiful. The plantains, the cabbage, the water is beautiful. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I um I'm gonna stop Talking about how horrible it is for gay people there um, at this point, because I can go into like a very long, depressing thing, or we can be the brighter side, and I'm just going to move on past that and just know that it's very real, and it is actually illegal to be gay in Jamaica, I would say this is, it's good for people who are listening to the show of like, where do I want to go? Maybe Jamaica. And they're like, I'm gay. It's okay. It's I literally okay. was like, I was like, I wanted to go there so bad. And now I'm like, really? I mean, it's very violent. Um, always been one of the top um, murder rates in the world. Really? Yeah. It's always in the top 10, kind of. It floats up and down in the top 10 murder rate. Because I don't think of that when I think of Jamaica. I think of ocean. You stay like in the resorts, you're fine. Mango. It's like Mexico. You know, okay. you stay in the resorts, everything's cool. But you go into Kingston, you're going to get fucking attacked by dogs. You, the stories Kevin used to tell about Jamaica were like fucking horrifying, you know? And so 
It's not all cool jaw weed and shit, which, you know, like you just think because I yeah, I think I just like weed. Right. And so I figured I like Jamaica because like it's actually they're kind of cool about weed because the reason they are is because weed is a part of the Rastafarian religion. Okay. Uh, and so that is the one cool part about Jamaica. The rest of it seems to be really fucked up. Um, when I was a kid, um, I visited Ocho Rios off a cruise ship with my family. Um, I was 10 years old. Some guy tried to sell me a baby chicken. And Aww. when my father wouldn't allow it, he tried to sell us weed. So pretty cool. Um, <laughs> the um, We climbed Dunn's River Falls in Ocho Rios, which is beautiful. So you've been to Jamaica. I've been there when I was a kid. Like when I was Aww. like 10, I went there. Um, the um, it was, And it's much safer now than it was back then. Wow. Um, but um, but the, I was in very, I was coming off a cruise ship. So they took us to special places like the Dunn's River Falls which was very fun I remember it and basically it's a it's a like a slow creaking waterfall like off the side of a mountain like it's not like a straight up down waterfall but it's a waterfall where you can you climb up it against the current and it's like a big tourist attraction and it's a lot of fun it's slippery but you can have a good time. Nice. Um, so uh, please uh, check that out it's very chill and then you just chill on the beach now. Um, so I'm not going to get too into Jamaica because I feel like, like I said, I really can't do this country its service by talking about it in five minutes, but Bob Marley, one love movie comes out this week. Okay. Um, and I know, and I, you know, and I'm a basic bitch shit, but I love Bob Marley. He's one of the most popular musicians in the world. Yes. And he was peaceful. He mm-hmm. was a very peaceful. He was all about peace and all that stuff. He like he always uh, fought against war and like and in trouble in, in Jamaica. He even, but he like literally like fought though too. A lot of people don't know that about Bob Marley. Wow, he was like a bad motherfucker. Like he would he would, like literally fight and they like always had guns and shit like well, that. Well, I feel like if you promote peace, you've still got to know how to fight. Oh yeah, people tried to kill his family. Yeah, it's in the movie. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I always say like if someone doesn't like Bob Marley. I feel like you, you got to look at them again as a person. You know, it's like everyone likes Bob Marley. You know, it's like Creedence Clearwater Revival. Right. Everyone likes Creedence. You know, so I feel like Bob Marley is one of the coolest things. The Legend album, his greatest hits album, is like number 20 on all-time selling records of all time. Uh, thir- over 30 million copies have been sold. Um, he's a cultural icon that can be seen in dorm rooms across the world. <laughs> um, he passed away at 36. Um, from melanoma, uh, cancer, uh, skin cancer. Yes. Very, very young. Unfortunately in his, uh, his final words to his son, Ziggy were on your way up, take me up on your way down. Don't let me down. Oh, he's a sweet man. He, he, he was very sick. He tried to get treated for cancer in Germany. This is back in like 81. I think he died. And, uh, then when things got really bad, he's like, bring me back to Jamaica. And then when he was in the air, he got like really sick. And so when they landed at, in Miami, they brought him to Cedar Sinai and that's actually where he died was in Miami. And then they brought his body back to Jamaica and he's buried there in Jamaica. Um, here's something fun that, uh, Bob Marley, uh, said about marijuana, which is, you know, what I love. He's like, um, I won't do the accent because even though I really want to, um, <laughs> when you smoke herb, herb, reveal yourself to you. 
All the wickedness you do, the herb reveal itself to yourself. Your conscience show up yourself clear because herb make you meditate. It's only natural thing and it grow like a tree. Oh, that I would agree with that because when I smoke weed and I'm in public, I get really anxious, like I'm in trouble. Yeah. And I think because I'm just an anxious person to begin with, yeah. and I, I mask it. And it makes you see your true self. It does make you see your true self. I love it. And so, you know, I love my top tens. Mm-hmm. And so here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do top 10 Bob Marley songs. I because... thought you could do top 10 countries. Yeah, yeah. Top Eddie. 10 countries. Are you ready? Let's go. That's um, the most problematic top 10 of all time. <laughs> top 10 murders in Jamaican history. Here we go. Um, no, but <laughs> here's um, so legend so popular. Everyone knows every song off a of legend inside and out, whether, whether you bought the album or not. You don't have a choice. So here are my top 10 Bob Marley songs that are not on Legend in no particular order, except for this is my favorite Bob Marley song. It's called Soul Rebel. It's so good. Check out the album cover, too. What do you see? Oh, he has like a gun, right? Yeah, it's a militant woman with her shirt open and like her boobs out and Hell like yeah. and shooting a gun. Um, but yeah, this song's called Soul Rebel. The album is amazing. The album's called Soul Rebels. It's so fucking chill. And then after that, we're going Concrete Jungle, Pimper's Paradise, Iron, Lion, Zion, um, Natty Dread, Zimbabwe, 400 Years, Africa Unite, Kinky Reggae, and Burning and Lootin'. So check out those songs if you want to like dive deeper into Bob Marley off of the Legend album. But that's all I'm really going to talk about with Jamaica today, just because it's so big. There's so much history. It's yeah. so rich. And it's like, I didn't even like talk about like the members of the Whalers, like Peter Tosh and like the, the, the fighting for the legalization of marijuana in the country. Yeah. Um, but they're also, Peter Tosh is like a bad man too. Um, you know, cause he's convicted murderer. Um, uh, but you know, and so there's lots of things going on there. Um, Jimmy Cliff, fucking badass, cool runnings. I love it. Uh, you know, Usain Bolt, you fucking rock. You know, Jamaica is a really cool, horrible place. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for your um, report. I know, I know. Um, and if you guys want to get together with your friends and do like a little countries report. Yeah, where that could do you, be a fun evening. Where do you where do you go do this? Because every time we do this, like Amber has this random country generator. Yeah, I just type in random country generator on Google, and uh-huh. it like it goes, you know, it just shows you something. Yeah, and this is what they gave us, and we always stick true to it. We always stick true, and you could tell because who the fuck ever heard of Sao Tome and Principe? Who has? But now you have, and you might want to go. Um, there's do... also cheaper hotels that you can go to. And, Love that. By the way. Do we want to do it again now for next time? Sure, but I don't know when it's going to be. It could be next month or whatever. All right, let's. Or what are they? I'll write them down. Okay, do All you right. want to go first or me? Uh, you go first. All you right, go first. so my first random country generator Bhutan. B H U T A N. Is that in Korea? Sa- South Central Asia. What are, the train to Bhutan? Uh, uh, maybe. No, that's. Oh. No, because Bhutan is a, a city in South Korea. It's Crazy. A country. And so you got, you, you're getting all of it. I love this. B-H-U-T-A-N. All right. What's my first one? All right. Next random country. Germany. Oh, I'm jealous. Hell yeah. Oh, now I'm, that's the first time I'm jealous of you, Eddie. That's going to be great. I can't wait till you get corrected the whole time. 
<laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your next one? My next one. Oh, Bosnia and it looks like two and one. Bosnia and H E R Z E G O V I N A. G R Z E H E R Z E G O V I N A. Bosnia and Herzegovina. All right. All right. Two interesting places. Western Balkans. And the next one, the last one for Eddie. And if you live in any of these countries and want to give us tips, please let us know. Ethiopia. Ooh, man. All right, Ethiopia. I guess I needed to learn more. <laughs> All right, Ethiopia. I got it. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Brighter Side, and I hope you learned a little something today. Um, if you didn't, you know, I'm glad you listened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you check us out on Instagram. That's Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes, and Sublamp. Also, The Brighter Side LPN. We got Patreons. Amber, what's going on in yours these days? Amber Smelson is a way to support me as an artist. That's right. Mine's at patreon.com slash Eddie Tunes. And I got lots of playlists out there. I just released the the newest Eddie Tunes two hour radio hour is available. So get into that shit. That's going to be that is out and about. So if you want to come check out the new episode, come check that out. I also put Spotify playlists on Napster and Apple Music as well. If you want to follow me on Spotify, it's Ed Larson on Napster. It's Eddie Tunes. Amber Smelson on Twitch. You know, we Amber does a lot of Twitch here on the, you know, every other every Wednesday you're going to see Amber at 5 p.m. But you know what? I'm going to start doing more Twitch on my own personal platform. I think that's a great idea. I think because I was sitting at home the other night and I was like, I should be doing more like Twitches and more Patreon. Yeah. I need to be doing more of that shit. Yeah, so go sub uh, to Amber Smelson on Twitch. You'll love it. Um, let me know um, if you guys want me to come to your town and do some stand-up. I'm looking for some cities to hit. Um, we got um, You can still rent or buy How America Killed My Mother at HowAmericaKilledMyMother.com um, and uh, you can please listen to Someplace Underneath and whenever, I, and whenever we're not doing Brighter Side Live on Wednesdays, the following Wednesday will be Someplace Underneath. So get into that shit. It's Amazing. Um, sticker giveaway going strong. We got some uh, envelopes over there. I saw them earlier. Um, you can send us a self-addressed stamped envelope to the Brighter Side, care of LPN, P.O. Box 470, North Hollywood, California, 91603. Um, thank you so much to um, Madeline, Ryan, and Maddie for all the work you do on the show, especially Ryan. Ryan worked so hard, and he came in even though he's sick today, and I love you thank for you, Ryan. baby. And not with COVID, though. Not with COVID. He's just normal sick. And, you know, what are you going to do? You know, like, and I'm proud of you, buddy. You fucking care about us, and I love you. Taking us out today is another Bob Marley song. This is my number two, Concrete Jungle. What a fucking good song. Have you heard this one before? It's got this cool start right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's that? That doesn't sound like reggae. What is this? Who thought that a Marley song could do this? Mmm. It's off of the Catch a Fire album. You catch some fire yourself. Smoke some weed, motherfuckers! But not in South Korea. No, no, certainly not in South Korea. No sun will shine in my day today. No sun will shine. This show is made possible by listeners like you. 
Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Applications subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The legends are true. With overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.